hello everybody. Welcome once again to another episode of We Watch Shudder on a Wednesday. An early, Tuesday. early Wednesday. Well, it's Tuesday when we're recording this, Michelle, but oh. if we release it at midnight, it's going to be Wednesday when they listen to it, hey? Unless they're on the West Coast. Don't forget okay, the West Coast beats. fine. Tuesday, Wednesday. <laughs> I really got confused, and I thought maybe it actually was Wednesday, and that's why I no, had to make sure. It's, it's, no, I, it's I got Tuesday. very worried. <laughs> okay, Michelle, uh, uh, so uh, we talk about Shudder original and exclusive movies here on We Watch Shudder. What is the original and or exclusive movie we're talking about today? Well, J.D., my fellow co-host who has not introduced himself, uh, we are talking about So Bam today. It's really, I probably shouldn't be allowed to run a podcast with all the times that I forget to introduce myself or (laughs) do the plugs at the end or if, if, if I was any kind of a professional, I would have a stack of notes right in front of my face that says, don't forget this, don't forget this, don't forget this. But if I was any kind of a professional, I wouldn't be doing this as a free podcast in my spare time. So, uh, <laughs> ditto, ditto. <Right. laughs> uh, so the movie we're yeah. talking about today is called Sovam. So uh, that's two words: S O space V A M. It is not a foreign language film, as I foolishly assumed. As it turns out, uh, it's about vampires. Michelle, you want to do us a favor and read the description of Sovam from the Shutter website? Yes, I will read this novel, which is the description. Okay, sounds good. So, according to the Shutter website, Kurt is an outcast in a conservative town who dreams of moving to the city to be a famous drag queen. When he is kidnapped by a predatory old vampire and killed, he is rescued just in time to be resurrected by a gang of rebellious vampires who feed on bigots and abusers. As a vampire, he finally knows empowerment and belonging, but his killer is still out there, colon, creating new minions with their own rotten hatred and threatening all that he loves until Kurt faces the monster he will never truly be free, but this I mean, need not face it alone. A Shutter exclusive. You didn't have to do it all in one breath. Uh, That's yeah, not in the rules. I didn't want to delay it with another <laughs> inhale. <laughs> Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. So uh, do you want me to hit you with my spoiler-free thoughts? I would love to hear your spoiler-free thoughts <laughs> on this, on this uh, movie. So Vam, uh, uh, as, as you can tell from the description, uh, is a vampire movie. Uh, from Australia, of all places. You probably would never pick that up from the description. You will once you listen to the people talk, though. Uh, I There are things I really love and appreciate about this movie. Uh, it definitely has its shortcomings. Um, it, it, uh, it, it feels in a lot of ways like a, almost like, like, a, like a thesis film student project in in the most complimentary and respectful of ways I mean that. I don't dislike it by any means. It just, it very much in a lot of ways feels like a super, 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 super low-budget indie movie. Uh, and the uh, the production performances are, are kind of on that same level a lot of time. I'm going to go ahead and give this one three skulls out of five. Okay, three skulls out of five. 
I am surprised, but I'm often surprised on this podcast. Uh, I am surprised that you like this movie even a little bit. I really did not like it. I watched it once before during Pride Month because it was released on my library streaming service and I hated it. And then I realized it was coming out on Shudder and I was going to have to watch it again. That said, I have looked into this movie because I was curious about a couple things. And there is a woman named Alice Mayo McKay, who is the filmmaker. She is the director and the writer of this movie. She uh-huh. was only 16 years old during the time of making, which is why it feels like a uh-huh. high school film project. Her budget was only 12 grand. Uh, I feel like I would be bullying her to tell her how much I dislike this movie. But <laughs> I also think that it is partially that I am too old and mature and all these okay. characters are very one-dimensional because they were written by a young person. It made so much more sense. Okay. I am excited to see what... Uh, uh, Miss Alice Mayo McKay does in the future. I am not excited to watch this movie ever again. I will give it 1.25. Wow, that was super low. Like even even when Michelle is is down on a movie, rarely does she go below the two skull mark. Holy cow. Yeah, we'll have to get into the spoiler section, but that's why I did want to add that caveat. Right. That, okay, yes, it was made by a young teenager, and I applaud them for being uh, you know, able to do this. I think the effort they put into it is great and astounding, and they clearly have a lot of knowledge about the filmmaking process. I did not like this movie, but I think that will get better with age. All right. So. So yeah, if you uh, if you want to go see the film now before we uh, we spoil it all for you, now is the time when you want to hit that pause button. Um, so uh, Michelle, I think I would, if you don't mind, uh, mm-hmm. I would like to talk a bit about what I, I did enjoy about this. First of all, absolutely, uh, I'm glad you did uh, that research. I just saw this movie obviously earlier today. And it's been a very, very busy day for me. Uh, and I hadn't had a chance to do a lot of research on the film before we sat down to record. And yes, uh, the fact that this was uh, written and directed by a, a 16-year-old person. A makes... trans girl as well, which is why mm-hmm. it is a queer and transgender film. Yeah, it makes so mm-hmm. much sense uh, now. Because like I said, it. I don't feel like... I, it's not bad. It just it has those hallmarks where... You know, it feels very much like the movies I used to see that were made by my friends in film school, right? And I don't know how to explain the differences. Uh, the acting isn't bad. It's just kind of, it's obvious acting. There's not a lot going on there. Uh, the production is is really impressive for a $16,000 budget, uh, it just, uh, I, I, I really, I thought the special effects were cool. I thought it was a really interesting new spin on a very, very, very tired genre. Uh, <laughs> it's very, very hard for me to care about a vampire movie at all uh, That was anymore. a big factor. Yeah, yeah it's I, so uh, overplayed. Uh, oh, I guess something we should probably say is that uh, the movie itself... Uh, puts a very big disclaimer right at the beginning. There is a lot of of homophobic bullying that is presented in the film, uh, a lot of real negative language, uh, but it's done uh, because this is a movie about those experiences, right? And and I feel like it wasn't uh, done in any way. It, it, at no point did it feel exploitative or or uh, like I understood what they were doing uh, the whole time there. Uh, I really appreciate that this is a movie 
that uh, young uh, young queer folks and especially young trans folks are going to be able to find, uh, and they'll be able to say, okay, this is a movie that was made by us and for us, uh, and it's not. It, it's a good movie, right? It it, it it's a solid example. Uh, of what it represents. Uh, I liked the story. I liked the idea of vampires uh, who are not necessarily bad guys uh, and who, uh, in fact, turn out to be kind of vigilante bad guys. And I liked uh, I liked simple things like these vampires can clearly just walk around in the daylight, no problem, and they don't even bother to explain it because fuck you, since when are there rules, right? Like we're just... <laughs> Our myth- in our mythology, the vampires can go out in the daylight and just deal with it. I, I-, I liked that. They, uh, I-, I don't know. I just, I, uh, I appreciate uh, what it represents, and I enjoyed. I think, like you said, the, uh, uh, the effort and the spirit behind it. Uh, I, uh, I just would have liked to have seen maybe a little bit, a uh, little bit higher caliber of acting, and maybe a little bit more streamlined and refined uh, script writing. I thought the production was fantastic. Okay, so first off. <laughs> um, that was a lot, I know. No, I know. I'm trying to think of which part I go back to first. Um, so I I felt better when I found out that this was a young filmmaker who had made right. this because then it felt like, oh, you clearly have a passion for something. You have a lot of knowledge to start with. There is an up path for you. There is an upward trajectory. This is clearly not for me, and I feel better about giving it a very bad rating because that's how I felt but then when I realized oh it was a younger person okay this isn't for me so it's fine um so I think that they do have you know a future ahead of them this just I mean this would be like me criticizing a Nick Jr. show you know and being like I did not enjoy this but I am also not like a teenager who's into vampires and I mean I'm on the rainbow spectrum right not not in the way that this is yeah, you're not necessarily saying the movie is bad. You're saying this this movie is not for me. This is not to my taste at all. Yeah, I also just, I found it so boring, but I'm sure other people would enjoy it. Um, part of what really did it for me is everybody in this movie is very monotone and very snarky and very angsty to the point where they don't have other emotions and they have nothing else to project. And I don't think it was necessarily bad acting. I think that's the direction that they were supposed to be like really cool vampires and therefore just like kind of spoke in one tone but then even when they're trying to be scared it doesn't come off when they're sad it doesn't come off that way just everything felt very like snarky and monotone and I just couldn't get past that that was a big part of it for me which is just like I was zoning out because I'm like they all just speak the same there's no emotion included and I don't even necessarily think it was bad acting I think they thought like these are cool vampires so they're all gonna be like kind of indifferent to what's going on around them but then it just there's no stake in the uh, steak yeah, vampire uh, yeah <laughs> I, see what you did there. Uh, uh, I, I I don't necessarily like I know what you mean by the the tone that you're talking about uh, mm-hmm. and and that's exactly what to me I read and interpreted as just Maybe you know where where you feel like it might it wasn't necessarily a, a, an acting issue. Uh, that's what I read as just like um, so much of what I felt here is you know there's a there's a type of actor and a quality of actor who is able to take written dialogue and make it not feel like it was written for them and that they're reciting memorized lines. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, the pacing of this and the way they, they the dialogue moved from one character to another and that same kind of tone that you're talking about all played into me uh, to that. It was actually stuff that played into that conclusion for me. So that's mm. interesting that uh, that you didn't quite read it the same way there. But yeah, I, I, I do agree with you that part of my issue uh, with the when I say I, I didn't care for the acting is there there wasn't a lot of emotional believability and a lot of emotional range. So I, I definitely agree with mm-hmm. you there. Yeah, and I I think part of it, even before I read that it was a 16-year-old girl who had made this, was that I just, I felt like this was kind of somebody's, like, fantasy in a way of, like, I'm going to be a cool vampire, I'm going to be a different kind of vampire where everything is black and white and I only kill the bad guys, and so that kind of is where I thought it felt like they were trying to be so cool that it kind of overshot it. Um, I do also have to say that I made videos in high school and this is better than what I would have made. Um, <laughs> if you I, I, if I, you I want me same. to <laughs> if you want me to bust out my old projects, they would get a one skull. If we were being um, gracious about it, the oh, Barbie they, movie yeah, was, say, was would awful. They get, would they even get one skull? Because I'm pretty sure the ones that I did would get zero skulls. Uh, my stop motion animation to Crazy Frog was definitely art. <laughs> I uh, <clears throat> I do also want to say that that's uh, not true. <laughs> like I said, uh, so you you didn't find anything uh, interesting or or unique or or impressive. Uh, impressive is not the word. Uh, <laughs> compelling, maybe uh, about the the way it blended the uh, uh, and obviously you know there have been a lot of of uh, homosexual and, and queer themes and overtones in vampire stories since vampire stories. Uh, but you didn't. Uh, how, how did you feel about how it it layered those two elements together here? I thought there were some really interesting and uh, at least somewhat new ideas. I thought, I guess, what I really like is it just so deliberately leaned into those elements of uh, of vampire mythology. Uh, you mean so the the mythology itself how did i feel like about it? i mean like like the way it paralleled the the two mm. things like like the, in the oh. sequences where uh, especially i'm thinking about the sequences with uh with kurt's dad where uh, he's or uh, and with other people where he's trying to talk with them about being a vampire without saying he's a vampire and they all read it as trying to talk to them about being gay uh, and and the way uh, like there are some scenes where the dialogue uh, it, it's not even uh, like sort of deliberate, but but so many different ways that the one is interpreted as the other and the way it played those two off of each other. I thought that was really interesting. Um, I think if this had been a different movie trying to accomplish that, I would have appreciated it more. The delivery just really killed this for me. It was it was oversaturated. The sound really bothered me. The way that they delivered the lines bothered me. There were just so many things. And then, you know, finding out that it's a younger person, I felt better about that, you know, because I was like, okay, good. It's not just like these people who are bad at what they do they're just inexperienced and that felt a little bit better yeah (laughs) i didn't want to bully them (laughs) that uh that makes complete sense uh and so uh what what does the average score come out to then three and a 1.25 is going to be 2.125 yes it is so yeah i mean that's right near a, a right down the middle two and a half skull i'm i'm totally satisfied i think we've presented 
what? Let me ask you this, Michelle. Even as somebody who didn't necessarily enjoy this movie, uh, how do you feel about this movie? Like, is this a movie that you would, because of its its uh, its LGBTQ uh, representation, is it still a movie that you would recommend people in that community see just? as something that was made for and by that community? Or do you think it's not even good enough for that? I was actually trying to think of that uh, when I was trying to decide on my rating because I think it is great that there is a lot of representation in this movie. And I think that's why it got so much global recognition right. and got picked up by Shudder. But I just wish that we had, I mean, this is also just a complaint about Hollywood and films in, in general, that I wish we just naturally had that representation and didn't sure. have to uh, rely on teenage 16 year old indie filmmakers yeah. from New Zealand or wherever. Yeah. Australia. If anything, it, it made me kind of upset that it's like oh this is what we've resorted to because big time Hollywood people can't actually make the movies that we want to represent our community so now we have to you know rely on <laughs> rely on you know teenagers doing it right. which good because they're going to be the ones that change the world but I could get on a whole tangent about oh it. sure yeah. but and I think uh, I do have some uh friends with children uh who are you know LGBTQIA plus yeah. um and they might like it but I think also age is a factor I'm not going yeah. to recommend this to my gay uncle who's 50 right <laughs> I was gonna say I would specifically I, I think recommend this movie uh to young people in the queer community uh, I, mm -hmm. I think it is especially who could could benefit the most from this movie. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I, uh, I think there's value here. Uh, I definitely agree with you now that I know that, first of all, uh, whereas you said, oh, she's only or, or they uh, are only 16. Um, this uh, sort of explains a lot. My reaction to that, and I know you also said you're definitely interested in seeing what they do going forward. Mm -hmm. My reaction to that immediately is, oh, holy cow, uh, this is way better than I would have expected any 16-year-old to ever. Like I said, I thought, you know, maybe this was like some senior film school graduate thesis project or something. So, yeah, I'm definitely curious to see uh, what uh, what comes from uh Alice Mayo McKay in the future. Uh Yeah, and I I do want to say they've done previous work like short Ooh, films. So this okay. was not their first thing and I do want to go see what else is out there cuz maybe I'm also just not like a huge vampire fan. Right, just yeah. So much stuff that just didn't work for me with this. So it's like maybe the other stuff but as I was looking I saw a lot of other vampire shorts on IMDb from them. So I will be checking it out out of curiosity. City, but I yeah. think I mean it's impressive for the age but I wasn't going to factor that in just sure. like going back to Mad God <laughs> you know oh, sure. like I can't factor in who made it when I'm watching something of course you of know course. so I of love course. the representation I don't sure. have a complaint about that uh, when I heard Bendela Crumb's uh, voice doing the opening monologue um, it felt very out of place but I was still excited about it because I went uh -huh. oh, they know Bendela Crumb who is one of my favorite drag queens um, oh, right on. Yeah, so uh, like I, I was excited about certain aspects. The execution did not pay off, but uh, I maybe in the future there'll be sure. something more. So yeah, there. Uh, go in if you are gonna check it out. Go in understanding that this is a uh, a very early project from a very young filmmaker. Uh, but I, I think it does have some uh, 
especially again, like I, I come back quite frequently uh, to the dad character. Uh, I think there are so many things that other movies could have done with that character to try and make him uh, more of a negative influence, but I really like uh, how this movie goes out of its way to present the dad uh, as a sympathetic character who is not perfect, but is still trying, you know, and the way, like, when he meets uh, uh, Kurt's boyfriend for the first time and, and figures out, you know, it's like, oh, this is Kurt's boyfriend. I, I, I enjoyed that sequence uh, quite a bit. Uh, so, yeah, I uh, uh, I think uh, there are good things to be found here, but just be aware of what you're looking at when you go in. Do you have any closing thoughts, Michelle? No, I think you summed it up. Sweet. Uh, yeah, I don't have a lot to say about it. Just uh, I'm looking forward to what they do in the future because they accomplished this at 17 and I did not accomplish anything on this nope. level. So good nope. job. Great well achievement. Done. Did not like the movie, but I will see other things. From yeah, them, we'll, so. we'll be paying attention. So then with that in mind, Michelle, what's coming up on the next episode? Uh, the next episode that comes out is Watcher. Watcher, I believe, was a theatrical release earlier this year. Uh, oh. Coming to uh, Shudder as an exclusive distribution on streaming. Uh, I believe that is uh, the reason I know that is because we were talking about possibly reviewing that movie on my other podcast. Here's the big plug, guys. It's called All Screens Great and Small. Me and my buddy Scott Ecker talking about new release movies to both theaters and streaming. That's why it's called All Screens Great and Small. You get it? It's a fun pun name. Uh, not all horror movie stuff. In fact, not a lot of horror movie stuff, but it would be really cool if you could check that out uh, at some point. And then, of course, stay here with us for We Watch Shudder because we're going to be talking about Watcher. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. What else we got yep. going on, Michelle? Um, I don't know. We got a really cool logo. We're going to get stickers. Oh, we're yeah. We're going to get shirts. Um, we're not Guys, if you haven't if you <laughs> haven't been on our social media recently, we did finally receive our brand new logo from uh, of the Dead Designs. Uh, artist Juan Ortiz put together an awesome, crazy Franken face of Michelle and I that I'm just in love with. Uh, it'd be cool if you could check that out. We do also, Michelle. We added social meds. What did we add? We added both a Twitter, which I have not even logged into, and a TikTok, which I am looking forward to using. We now have <laughs> Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can find us at We Watch Shutter on all of those. We also now have a website. Uh, it's, I believe, wewatchshutter.godaddysites.com. Is that correct? <laughs> That sounds like a porn, but yes. I know, right? <laughs> For right now, guys, we're having we're having some issues with the technical side of things. We'll get it figured out. Uh, but yeah. yeah, check us out on all the social medias. Send us a message from wherever it is you're from. We would love to hear from you guys. Uh, we're talking about maybe getting t-shirts made. That Man, I'm so happy with how well this podcast has done, and I can't say thank you enough to everybody who's been listening. Yeah. Double. Ditto. <laughs> one of these days. One of these days, ladies and gentlemen, we will learn how to end a podcast and how to begin a podcast. I was about to say, and uh, learn how to start it. We'll right. Get there so someday. with that in mind, <laughs> thank you once again for tuning in. We'll talk to you next time. Say goodnight, Michelle. Good night, Michelle.